Today's episode, best BS meter ever. Haha, <laughs> here we go. Are you ready? There's no dollar sign on a piece of mine. Thank you for listening. I'm Jeff Stein. Great topic today on the Daily Belief Game, which, by the way, is called that because life is a belief game, since what you believe or perceive or conceive is what you'll receive. See, it rhymes. It's not what religion, philosophy, or science you believe. It's what story you're writing, which becomes your truth. There is no capricious third party between you and your thoughts. And your experience is the product of your thoughts. Fact matter equals energy equals thought. Thought can change thoughts. So what you believe about yourself, your relationships, your world will dictate how you experience them. And a belief is just a thought you've thought a lot, which means you can change it. And if you do it every day, you're always changing your thoughts to improve them. It gets easier and easier until you will have a what I call preponderance of evidence that this is all true. If you do this belief game, I will not need to convince you that it works. You will know. And as they say, you know when you know, right? How do, I, how do you know? I just know. Uh, so, what is your best BS meter ever? Ah, uh, you guessed it. It's this stuff. It's your thoughts and the emotional response in the context of your judgments. So your BS meter doesn't work, you know, by detecting others' dishonesty. It is only functional if it is operated through your self-honesty. I'll explain. You can't, you know, see clearly without clarity. You can't receive knowing without curiosity. You cannot know truth without honesty. When you see someone in fear or revenge or depression, you know that if you join them in their fear, you will not see the path out. It is your light, it is your kindness, if you will, it is your, it is your clarity that will help. If someone is lying to you, they are likely doing so because they fear the result of the truth. So if you join them in that fear by feeling like a victim to their lies, then you will not see that both you and they have a path to truth that is born and crafted in love, kindness, mutual benefit. You can only see the path if you are in love, kindness, mutual benefit. This BS meter, so, is really about you BSing yourself, not just detecting deception in others. That's part of it. And here's a spoiler. The lies of others don't mean a thing compared to the lies you tell yourself. If you want clarity on all things all the time, it's you that needs to stop BSing you. So how do you do this? Know your BS meter. That's the first part of it. Second part is, when, you know, because when you have a thought... And you simultaneously have an emotional response. That's the second part. You can't have a thought, in fact, without an emotional response. Even if the emotion is is ennui, indifference, peace, boredom, you, know, you just don't care. Mostly, though, you have an emotional response like excitement or rage or depression or ecstasy or revelation or epiphany. But you always have an emotional response. And to solidify that in the broader sense, your emotions are your connection to you know, the Holy Spirit, to consciousness, to, uni to the universe. Uh, the, it is the neurons in your brain telling you whether you're seeing this thought as helping or hurting your truth, your purpose, your authentic self, your soul, your spirit, your higher self, whatever you want to say. And that feedback, that emotional feedback, is your best BS meter ever. 
and you know this, but you might be undervaluing the feedback you're getting. That's why we're talking about it. And even more, you might be reading the gauge wrong. <laughs> that happens a lot too. So the goal is to trust your gut, your deductions, your intuition, your Holy Spirit, your higher self, and more importantly, trust that you accurately are reading your gut. Remember, you're lying to yourself more than you're aware. So to become aware of your own self-deception, you have to understand the feedback from your gut. A lot of setup, but here's the point. The best BS meter is a conscious relationship between you, your thoughts, and your emotions. Remember, your intellect can tell you where you are, but your emotions steer your life. They are your GPS. They are your direction indicator. You know, I personally, I didn't know the value of emotions for most of my life. They were a strange byproduct of life. You know, not the reason why we do anything, just, just this weird thing that happened, right? And, and we ultimately, truth of it is, we do things because of how they feel. Turns out that's really the point. Why do you want anything in life? Because you think that you will feel better when you have it. That's why you want anything. Anyway, I didn't know the value of emotion in my life, and it's kind of an overgeneralized testosterone trait, you know, that men get stuck because they put no value on their emotions, and so they're living up to the stereotype and refusing to stop, figure out where they are emotionally, and ask for directions, right? We don't ask for directions even emotionally. And then conversely, women, according to the stereotype, uh, they get stuck by putting too much value on their emotions and wanting to explore all the directions until they fully understand their sadness. <laughs> I'm mocking, but you get the point. Because the unisex antidote is committing to acknowledging your emotions, your BS meter, being honest with yourself about what you're believing in that moment, then immediately shifting to improving your emotions. You know, neuroscientists even have proven the value of simply naming your emotions. They did a scientist where you, where you had people name their emotions as they were having them instead of just experiencing sadness or anger or rage or whatever, or excitement. And it literally moves the thought in your brain. They did this with the brain scans from, from the part that experiences to the part that observing. So you become an observer of it by simply naming the emotion you're having. And then you can choose differently because now you're observing it instead of just being in it. And by the way, on my website is a very handy emotional evolution scale, which can help you deepen your knowledge of which way is up emotionally and uh, what is your built-in GPS directional system that is based on those emotions. So really, the directional part of the meter is the emotional response generated from that relationship between what you want juxtaposed with what you believe is true in that moment, right? You look at a situation and every thought is two thoughts. It's what you want and what you don't want or the lack of what you want. And then there's an emotional uh, response that tells you the distance of where that is. It tell, if, you, if it's a really terrible thought, it's a really negative emotion. Grief, loss, the reason these things feel so terrible is because they are in the greatest contradiction to our truth that we are eternal. Big topic, but you get that point. That's for another episode. And please know, by the way, that this personal, unique-to-you truth meter is permanently hardwired into your human existence. You know, there is a larger, eternal, higher God part of you that is the thinker of the thoughts, right? You got the thoughts, and then there's the thinker of the thoughts. That's the higher part of you. And then, because you have chosen to have this human experience, there is your human point of consciousness— the experience between you know the truth of who you are and then experience the thought you're having the moment and that gap between those two parts of you the larger truth and the specific perspective of this little avatar you're operating is 100% accurately read in every second through your bs meter your gut your emotions all right 
but you have to know how to read it. <laughs> of course, there is an infinite amount of emotional responses, but the one word that most effectively indicates whether you are moving toward your truth or toward the deception or toward your love or towards your fear, towards your betterment or your chaos is relief, right? Improved emotion, the feeling of relief. So be a scientist of your emotional responses to things. Learn the damn BS meter. Here's some quickies. The relief of blame. You know, blame, you can feel it. It feels like relief to something like being trapped, feeling guilty, feeling humiliated, feeling shamed. Blame feels so much better, right? Relief. Another is, is worry. That's a fun one, worry. People spend a lot of time with that because reason why people enjoy it so much it has a component of relief in it because you feel like you're accomplishing something. You know, if you knew this, neuroscientists have done experiments. It literally ignites the reward centers of your brain when you worry. You feel like you're doing something when you worry. <laughs> and that's good. It's relief compared to tragedy, which are what you're worrying about, the thought of tragedy. But you want to go further. You want to get to acceptance. You want to stop and worry. You want to go to acceptance. And you want to learn how, to, how, how worry fits into your BS meter on your path toward acceptance. Know that it's just a step. Know that it's a tool. It's not failure. It's just a movement. Depression. Depression is, is from an emotional place on your BS meter that means that you believe in that moment that you are worthless or even that you mean nothing. Right? That's the lowest parts of depression. Worthlessness, nothingness. Seek the relief of recognizing where you are and where you are is a gift to others. You know, instead of saying I'm worthless, you say, I know I'm a gift to others. Instead of feeling nothing, I have value. That's probably a big jump, but you could also seek the relief of rage. You can feel how being pissed off about it feels better than being feeling like worthless or nothing. I'd rather be pissed than depressed, but don't just keep bouncing between the two. We all know somebody that just goes between depression and rage. You must recognize rage as higher than despondency on your emotional scale, but seek the relief of indifference or the relief of surrender or the relief of self-forgiveness or hope or optimism or possibility all the way into eventually loving or knowing. Because if you can get to the higher scales of your BS meter, you know, then you're on. Then meaning begets meaning, knowing begets knowing, love begets love, inspiration and joy, etc. Like here's another nuanced uh, reading on your BS mater, the concept of hope. Hope is like, oh, that's positive. Hope is positive. Well, it's actually not nearly as high as, say, knowing or love or enthusiasm. And you can feel that, right? You're like, oh, yeah, 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 love is higher than hope. Why? Because in the common definition of hope, I mean, I don't know what your definition is, but the common definition of hope, there is an implication that what you desire is lacking currently. Whereas in a feeling like thrill or knowing or love, there's no lack. You don't feel like there's something missing. Hope says, I, it can happen, but I don't know if it has happened yet, right? Learn these nuances. You already have all you need to understand these emotions and what they mean with respect to your authentic self, your purpose, your calling, your truth. That's the trick. Knowing your BS meter, recognizing it's guiding you everywhere all the time in every second, and it's guiding everybody else too. So recognize if somebody else is in depression, rage might be their relief. Worrying, if they're in the, using the seeking the, the relief of worrying, it means that they're spending a lot of time contemplating tragedy. Help them contemplate ease and possibility. So your homework. Spend the rest of the day periodically naming your current emotion. Just play this game, name them as you go along. I'm sad, I'm bored, annoyed, 
You know, it just, you'll have fun, indifferent, eager, disappointed. And if you're inspired to go even further than that, and you'll see just the awareness of it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to move it in your brain, like I said, to the observational part instead of the experiential part. And if you're inspired to go further, follow that naming of the emotion by then asking yourself, what would be a nearby emotion that would feel like relief and name that, you know, again, like I'm in worrying and not giving a crap would be relief. <laughs> I'm feeling sad and feeling a little bit of acceptance would be better. Right on. I'm Jeff Stein, and you can find me at jeffsworld.com, jeffs-world.com. My co-conspirators and I help individuals, companies, and organizations cultivate, sustain, accelerate, and become inspiration in action. Hopefully, we will hear from you. I love everybody and everything all the time, plus or minus 3%, so I'll probably enjoy you. Thanks for listening. Please think responsibly. You want answers? I don't know. I'm Embrace it. Just asking. Life is choice. The power to create happiness. <laughs> you can choose to be a victim or anything else you'd like to be. You want to change the world? Don't know how to begin. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It's the right path. It's a path made of principle that leads to character. You, the people, have the power to make this Come life on. free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful Come adventure. On. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, all right, come on.